0: 5 a.m. and I'm biting my nails because tomorrow's the day. Alright, that's not how the opening one goes, but we're doing My Hero Academia, or for all the weeds, Boku no Hero Academia, where Boku means I in man. Oh, okay. I am your rated all superhero, Annie. I guess I'm the teacher, Minty. And this is Fun Untitled, where we serve every podcast with an F you. Like, who nowadays who watches anime doesn't know My Academia? It has become this generation's Naruto, if I may say. It is part of the new classic. Yeah, like, I feel like a lot of young weebs are like, Bro, you gotta know My Hero Academia, Black Clover, and Demon Slayers. Like, those are the three Shonen Jump staples now. Oh, man, one of them's over. Back in my day, we had Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece. And Dragon Ball was our grandpa. Series that never ended. Actually, two of them is done. Oh, but- mm-hmm. Man, that was a long series. Demon Slayers were like, hey we out volume 20 we're doing the FMA well. and Bleach are like, we couldn't even stop when we wanted to. <laughs> but yeah, so if you lived under a rock or you're like 5 years old or you just had a life in general, My Hero Academia follows the story of a young boy. He lives in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where everyone has superpowers and superheroes are just a daily thing. And he wants to be just like his number one hero oh Maito oh my this isn't a guy Maito it's just you know you <laughs> Dream... never said his name yet oh I'm sorry his name is Izuku Midoriya or we just call him Deku 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 just like Legend of Zelda oh yeah I never put the two and two together yeah Legend of Zelda fan <laughs> anyways his um hopes and dreams was crushed because he is literally the only person in society who does not have superpowers well what is it like 10% of people don't have superpowers which they call quirks which is weird if you think about it And they explain the whole history of why it's called a quirk but yeah he basically he's the only one he knows i'm sure he'll meet another one in the future spoiler alert (laughs) and then so he's like oh i'm still gonna strive to be a hero but with my brain and his childhood friend bakugo katsuki kachan yeah was like fuck no i'm gonna put you in your place and it's basically deku just We'll get into it later, but he is on the path to become Hokage. Shut up. The number one hero, the symbol of hope. You know, Izuku Midoriya as a character, I feel like falls into the Shonen Jump trap of being the green, innocent boy who's doing his best, but he's a novice, so he has to work his way up. Are you saying he's a new Gon? He's a new Gon, and he, um, he was Tanjiro before he was cool. You think Tanjiro's green? He has a green jacket. Yeah, but but his hair is red so I always associate him with red. Mother and go on this black hair with green outfit. Ah, that was like a green like highlight. I- I'm not going into this right now, the green. Dabba Dee Da. Leave a comment what Kaletanjo kind of is. God damn. Everyone has black hair in that series, so I guess everyone's black. Red. Red. Here's a red outline. Oh, whatever. We're on the topic too much. My Academia is an interesting series because unlike all the other series we review, we're not going to talk shit about My Hero Academia. You know, it has been a long time since we've talked only good things. Maybe Golden Karma was the last one. But I think a lot of times we talk shit about a lot of other animes because things like My Hero Academia exists and it's just leagues beyond some of these other series. Oh okay so just to give a rundown for why we are qualified to talk about My Hero Academia in this episode we're only going to talk about season 1 but for the manga I believe Minty caught up in the English translation so I don't know what you call that like but just know that you know pretty far and I know some spoilers it's just very easy for me to read chapter by chapter than binging multiple chapters which sucks when we want to read the same manga together because Minty's like, just read in batches. And I'm like, but I can't. Yeah, I'm a much more of a binger and I'm not a super fan of reading digitally. Unless it's my only option. Then of course I'll just, you know, do it. So we know about my hero academic. We got you, Deku and Kachan relationship developing to become gay. The more I watch this series, the more I'm like, you know, I could get on that ship. At first it was like a no TP. Now it's a, I can see it's an TP. Man, I want to get into the My Hero Academia fandom, but that fandom has so many teens, and it's just kind of um different vibes, you know? It's like flashback into the Naruto fandom. <laughs> that was bad. So let's get into My Academia. I hope this is either a nostalgic run through for anyone that knows the series and for anyone who doesn't, is like, now you can brag to your friends, you know, what My Hero Academia is about. Yeah, I mean, so the series really kicks off when, like you said, Deku says Kachan, but you didn't mention it about the whole part about. Yeah, I want to go really in depth in chapter one because everything else in season one, yeah okay, I get why they exist, they're building blocks, yada yada. Let's talk about chapter one, like kind of beat by beat for a bit. Fair enough. So Deku, you know, he's in school, he's about to graduate Japan's middle school and go into high school and he wants to join the notorious high school? High Sky school. High? <laughs> um, UA. I don't know what UA stands for. It doesn't stand for anything. It's I believe it's supposed to be like a play on words for the Japanese word for hero. Oh, that's so smart. But then, like I said, his childhood friend turned bully, Kachan, is like, Ha, you want to be a hero? Um, I have amazing exploding powers. I think you can do something weird with your pinky toe? Get off my level, scrub. And then he threatens Deku to kill himself, and no one lets that scene go. (laughs) I'm sorry, Kachan. That will label you for the rest of your life. Anyways, so Deku's all defeated and stuff. But then he runs into the number one hero of Japan. Oh my. And if you're wondering, oh, did they translate his name from Japanese to English? No. Because all these heroes have English names despite living in Japan. Because we really got to hammer it in that this is inspired by DC and Marvel. I mean, I think English names just technically sound cooler in Japanese. You know, because it's different. Yeah. Like Pokemon, we have that one Pokemon named Lizard. Lizardo. And Deku's like, oh my. Oh my god, All Might, I'm like your biggest fan. He's, honestly, one of his defining personality trait is that he loves All Might. I'm not even kidding. That's the kind of fanboy we need more of in the series. He's such a fan, he just grabs onto All Might as he bounces away. Funny scene. Very funny scene. Hilarious. It really shows the artistic talent that this creator has. And because he grabbed onto All Might, he realizes All Might's greatest secret. He is voiced by Christopher Savage. No. He cannot be a hero full time. He w- ran into like an incident several years ago where he saved like thousands of people but now his organs are fucked up so he can only flex his muscle for like maybe twice a day and then he has to go back to like a really wimpy form that not many people know about like two um at the time i believe only like four people knew damn because i knew the principal knows the granny knows grantorino knows and um night eye knows that's right oh i was quick thinking yeah i know (laughs) but yeah so i think at that point all might's like Hey, I can't let people know me. The symbol of peace has weaknesses, and he, I think he discourages Deku at this point from being a hero because it's like, hey man, I'm really tired. You know, this whatever. But because All Might was with Deku, All Might fucked up, and a villain would you know escaped on his watch, and he took Kachan hostage. And All Might's like, ah shit, I used up all my you know muscle flexes. I can't save this kid, but I didn't stop Deku. Deku was like, oh my god, I gotta help Kachan, and. I'm like what are you doing you don't have powers and this is the first amazing moment was when Deku is saving his bloody bully and it's like I don't know my body just moved and that inspires All Might I cannot tell you how cool it is that Deku inspired his hero in chapter one this kid's going places you know All Might does his cool ass thing where he saves the day by going plus ultra a very strong theme of this series plus ultra is basically go beyond your limits it's kind of like block Clover. <laughs> yeah. And do you want to talk about the all time goat scene of chapter one? You can do it. Okay. <laughs> I just, I love this scene so much because All Might's like, hey kid, you inspired me. And you know what? you shown the defining trait not having powers. It's not having cool powers. it's moving on your own. And I do think in dramatic music, you can be a hero too. And Deku just starts sobbing because no one in his life believed in him till now. The The build up of this chapter was amazing. It was just like from childhood, Deku and his parents knew that he was never going to be a hero and he's always just wanted to hear those words but no one was ever going to give it to him and the one who does is the one who really could make a difference in his life. But he is like arguably the most important person in Deku's life and he hasn't even met the man. he's the most important person in like everyone's lives, A symbol of peace. And what this series does great is just like really hammering in the importance of this not to just like Deku's life but like in society and how it affects things down the line outside of season 1. I think another thing is that art style is so unique and refreshing. It's not like the typical anime style this cartoon mixed in. So he really knows how to draw like crying scenes. So when Deku broke down I was like oh I can't. And then All Might reveals that he got his powers from someone else because he was also born Quirkless, and the powers is called One Fall. Sorry I get confused with the one for all, all for one. <laughs> and it's basically, you know, you just get amazing powers, but you have to like learn how to control it, so that way he's not a Mary Sue from the get-go. Yeah, one for all is a great power, but it's not compatible with Deku's weak body. So, you know, you start off with a training montage where like Deku has to train his body, although even after training his body to as much of a 14-15 year old can, he's still got a lot to work with. These are like supernatural powers, right? Yeah. So, it's a day of the entrance exam, he he has the powers he didn't really use it in practice yet so he's like ah fuck what do i do and the whole thing is you gotta defeat robots and you get points depending on how many robots you defeat but that could fuck up. did you like the entrance exam i thought it was interesting the twists because the whole premise is that you have to defeat the robots to get points, but Deku spent the entire exam um saving someone, so he wasn't able to defeat a robot. And then the twist is, oh, we didn't tell you this, but we was also grading you on rescue points, which makes sense for a hero exam. Yeah, so I, th- I that was my favorite part. If I remember correctly, there's also a written portion, right? Doesn't Deku score high in that regard as well? I don't remember. I'm thinking of FMA when you say that. Ah no, I'm thinking of Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> or even like One Punch Man Those are with an exam I refuse to believe Mineta passed that Well it's cause It's like a combination right It could be just Rescue and um Villain point Yeah I, I wasn't the biggest fan Of the entrance exam Oh why But not? it was short Cause Deku doesn't have powers he- So he doesn't do anything <laughs> He's a cool punchy And then he fucked up his arm <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah Deku learns that Um, So he imitates All Might's attacks And All Might has like The 50 states As his attack He has like Pennsylvania smash which is wild by the way some of the states that the creator chooses it's like why i'm waiting for a hawaii punch oh god it's there <laughs> so um he if he imitates all might he realizes that he fucks up his body because he can't control it well you see this boy get so fattered like it's not even legal at this point now of course that makes an interesting aspect of this series right yeah and uh, of course like okay there's potential for like a growth and a journey and of course you get all that but sometimes it's just hard watching it because like what the hell are you gonna do which to be honest from the first chapter even when he was like looking at kachan he had no powers i guess we should have known the whole theme was what the hell are you gonna do you can't do nothing yeah we're helplessness i do want to just say my hero academia it's really tugs on your heartstring like i think only demon slayers one piece and my hero academia gets me wired up emotionally so like you know when deku like you think he's gonna fail this exam. I really felt it with him. And then when he got that news or like, oh, you got into the number one school in Japan, I was like, so happy for my boy. That's very cute. So he gets into class 1A. The best of the class. You know, best of the best baby. I wonder if we're gonna meet class B later. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be some weird Contemption between the two Ooh. I wonder if class C is not even Going to be important Is there going to be even a D, E, and F? Who knows? Why are we saying this? <laughs> Anyway, so he meets his teacher, Aizawa, who is a fantastic pro hero who somehow became a teacher with the power of... He erases people's quirks. What is it called? Erasure? Um, I don't know. Well, if he looks at you, you don't have your powers. And it doesn't work on people who have physical powers. Like, if someone has a tail, let's say, if he looks at you, that tail doesn't disappear. (laughs) You know how amazing that would be? You know how effed up that would be? I don't know. So we'll skip the quirk apprehension arc. It's basically just Eraser being like, I can't let you you in this class if you're gonna wreck your body every single time so Deku has to learn to use his power that one percent it's basically a physical yeah basically then we get to the battle trial which is where they team up into pairs one acts as a hero one acts as the villain and they fight each other this i love oh yeah this is really cool because you get to see everyone in Deku's class and they all have pretty cool powers except for some what how dare you how dare you speak of my boy Mineta <laughs> God, I feel bad for Mineta. I know Mineta's a pervert, but honestly, there's nothing wrong with him. That's a Shonen Jump staple. And he's 15, y'all. Give him a break. Okay, this is a small rant, one sentence rant. I hate people who literally dedicate blogs of This is My Hero Academia, by I edited out, Minetta. Like, get a life. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm going to say something controversial. I really do think Mineta and Kamanai are friends. Yeah. Friends. not they like best friends? <laughs> not, a, not according to the fandom. Dude, what the hell? <laughs> but yeah, so I thought this was a very neat way to show off everyone's powers. And it's like quick glimpses, you know, you got to see some interesting team up. Fuck that. The next art can do the whole like showing powers. I love this for the catharsis of Deku versus Kachan. Yeah. You know Naruto versus Sasuke? You know how you have to wait like 700 chapters? My hero demo was like, fuck that. Episode 2, baby. <laughs> yeah, so Kachan's on the villain side. Deku's on the hero side. And, you know, this arc was interesting because it's the first time you see that Kachan isn't just a meathead. He's actually really smart. Yeah, which only makes it more interesting. I mean, really, the biggest difference between Deku and Kachan comes down to, like, personality more than anything. Because they're both pretty powerful, they're both crafty, they're both intelligent. In different ways, of course, but, like, if you had to scale them from 1 to 10, they're probably similar numbers. Okay, is there anything else about the battle trial you want to talk about? Because like we can go on and on about um kachan and deku being really cool foils to each other but end of the day in imo these beginning arcs was really short sure yeah i mean it's just like introduction stuff so this is the first time we should have known deku was gay for kachan when deku right off the bat was like hey kachan i know you're upset because like i got really strong and you thought i was hiding my quirk from you but that's not it i got my quirk from someone and it's like deku shut up no one knows this well, that's pretty gay. That is pretty gay. And, okay, My Academy has two movies. No spoilers. Second movie, very gay. And shitty. <laughs> 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 we'll get into that another day. When the third movie comes out, we'll go over all three. Oh, okay, but real fast. Polycure, Deku, Kachan, and Todoroki. Yay or nay? Nay. Okay. <laughs> I know, you know, Polly. Kyo's ship doesn't have to be a throuple. I just feel like that's just not a throuple that works for me. What about Deku Ida and Todoroki? That I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about the My Hero Academia fandom that kind of irked me is that the popular ship, there's so many ships in My Hero Academia because in class 1A there's like 20 students and the popular ships depend literally on like the last chapter that came out because during the sports festival, oh, like that's when I'll talk covering that this episode but Todoroki reigns Supreme. There's nothing that could beat Todoroku, And then we got to the stain arc where they had to do laundry. And then I saw so many of oh, the Polycure, Ida, Deku, Todoroki. And now in the current chapters, we get some Bakudeku moments. So everyone won't shut up about Bakudeku. To be fair though, there have been Bakudeku moments throughout the whole damn series. In the beginning, like we said, hella toxic. Then Kachan goes through something called character growth of being number one on the popularity poll. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) and he got better. You know, I think I think if they both go through character girl, where Deku stands up for himself and Bakugo kind of steps down. Mm. So they're kind of meeting each other in the middle, so it feels better. And also like 15. What the hell are you guys going to judge 15-year-olds on? <laughs> Something interesting is that Kachan, he is number one popularity polls. He most of the times beat Deku. And I feel like in a lot of series where the main character is kind of like a ooh sunshine boy, they don't get first. Like in Demon Slayer, Zenitsu got first first what? Yeah, right. no one counts that as the official popularity poll, but it's the only one we have. Damn. And then, um, I, I don't think Hunter x Hunter ever did one. No, yeah, they never did, but I would assume Killer would be number one. Yeah. And then, kind of like in Naruto, where he lost one time to Sasuke. I think in the beginning, Sasuke won a lot. Then, towards the end, Naruto won. Is it because Sasuke became a whiny bitch boy? I think Sasuke wasn't there as much. Oh. Uh. But yeah, so then we get to the final arc of season one, the USJ. This this was cute. I like this arc. This arc could basically, um, they met an astronaut who took them up to a facility. Thirteen! Thirteen! For oh, a woman. For oh, alert: will be your favorite character of all <laughs> times. She is so amazing. And she has not done anything to betray that. So basically, the USJ, the Unforeseen Simulation Joint, I don't know why it's called that, they need to train their rescue skills in case of disaster. And Thirteen is the number one disaster hero. That means she Deals with disasters Not that she's a disaster Bringing us back To entrance exam <laughs> So you know like Oh let's say if You live in Japan And there's a tsunami Dude They were focusing On the rescue skills And then what happens A secret thing happens Where they have to Actually get judged Under defeating The League of Villains Yeah You don't actually Get to see Any of these Rescuing skills Because they get Ambushed immediately By the series Main and antagonist Shigawaki R- Do you actually meet You don't actually meet The main dude. You just meet like a Nomu, right? No, you meet the hand guy. Do you? Yeah, remember that though, that one really cool scene, this is jumping ahead a little. Well he's trying to put all five fingers on um Suyu, but then like Deku's gonna stop him. Oh. And I, I, I think he... like that's the part where Eraser Mike was like staring at him when he did touch Suyu. So then the Nomu um that's basically the grunts that they made to start slamming Eraser Mike's head against the ground so that way he could stop looking at Shigaraki. And that's why um Eraser Mike was, like, Did you say erase the mic? I uh, okay. I go on the tag a lot because I like My Hero Academia. Sometimes I forget his name's Eraser Head because I always see Eraser Mike even when Um present Mike isn't there. I don't like any of those ships. No, okay, don't get me wrong. I don't like Eraser Mike. It's so shallow, and I, it's not shallow. If you read Vigilantes the spin off of My Hero Academia, you know there's a lot. I'll go with this. It's so weirdly fetishized in the fandom. Jesus Christ. Anyways, this arc is it's very cool. Don't they off into, like... Yeah, because Shigaraki has a side dude, I forget his name, we'll call him the Shadow Man, where he can make portals, so he split up all the students through all the different disaster areas. Like, he put Deku, Poppy, and Grape Juice in the water disaster area. Oh, you went with the hero names. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name. Why? Suyu and Mineta, those are, like, (laughs) one of the two heroes we act. We haven't even said Ochako's name in this entire (laughs) episode, and you can't remember Suyu and Mineta, which we've already said. God I love green tea shipping. Anyways, so Deku's with the frog and the grape, and he's like, oh Jesus Christ, we gotta hold out until All Might comes. Alright, oh, cause Ida goes to get him. Yeah, the class president, baby. I think they did a distraction long enough just for Ida to run out to get um reinforcement because this training facility basically has two pro heroes, 13 and a racer against like 50 villains and okay the devastation that happened is all right, because Shigaraki the main antagonist like I hinted this before but just in case I didn't make it clear enough his powers is that if he touches something with all five fingers like man woman child dog you will disintegrate like nothing you would get stannos. the five finger discount <laughs> on life and he is like he has one strong goon like I said his name is a Anomu and they're all fucking everything up like there is no hope that these students can make it through and by the Time like all the students are battered, the two main heels are down, we're about to lose the frog girl or oo precious waifu. My serious We get the coolest scene in season one that's not from episode one. We <laughs> all might come and he says his signature catchphrase, do not fear for I am here. Or something like that. I forget what it was. Very signature. <laughs> I, he hasn't he hasn't said it for a while, and you know it. But the thing is, he always comes with a smile. He is the hero always with a smile because he is hope but he is not smiling when he comes. He's fucking pissed. And he goes plus ultra on that Nomu's ass and it's the coolest fight scene and I it's oh I can't even describe it. Look it up on YouTube. I didn't realize you liked that so much. Oh yeah a lot of people. That's like the goat moment of season one. Oh Again, it's so satisfying to see all these people with no hope, you know, suddenly the tide shifts 180. I mean, I can see that. God, just killing me. I don't know all my sprays. And just like how season one comes to a close, we should end the podcast. Yeah, how does this arc end besides all my almost getting his ass kicked? I mean, it's just like a really cool fight. They did a lot of rainbow sparkles. They all go home being like, wow, I can't believe we almost died. And Ojo was here. <laughs> and then we, you know, kick it off with season two with the best anime opening. We'll talk about that later. Until then, plus Ultra. Oh, <laughs>